Welcome, you're listening to the Cultivate Podcast, where we share stories to help us cultivate the characteristics of Christ. We're your hosts, Lydia Bridgman and Kayla Hallstrom. Thanks for joining us as we grow together. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Cultivate Podcast. We are so excited for today's episode and to have a brand new guest here in the studio with us. Today, Pastor Andrew Wingo is here, and we are going to dive into the topic of spiritual gifts. So thank you, Andrew, for being with us. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Yeah, and so also a little fun fact, Andrew has a podcast that he is on (laughs) himself, right? You co is it still co-host if there's three? It's three. How do you try? try? I was going to say, is it tri-host? I try think so. Go with it. Tri-host. Um, although last time I checked, can you confirm cucumber talk or cucumber talks? Okay, that's a very good question and an important question. Yes. We are cucumber talk okay. Uh, okay. because there are two podcasts out there, one cucumber talk and cucumber talks, and uh, we are cucumber talk. So that's good. That's, that's good, good clarifying and question. And both started in the last year. We did, yeah. And it's and it's wow. weird because we started and it was kind of just like some three friends, we got together and we we're like, we think we're funny. Other people might think we're funny. Let's, and we all love Jesus. So let's just go talk about stuff like that. And so then we started it and then uh, we Googled um, ours or looked at on, on um, podcast things and yeah. and then Cucumber Talks popped up. We're like, what is that? No. And so then we uh, we looked at that and we we're like, okay, so now we're definitely talk because we were kind of on the fence. But then kind of cool thing is they reached out to us and they said, hey, uh, we think our stuff's kind of similar and our name is obviously very similar. Would you guys like to meet and talk? So we actually just did an episode with them and they're three guys as well and kind of just That's randomly crazy. came up Did with their have name the as well. Did they the same reasoning? No, uh, they... They didn't so, think they were funny? Uh, no, <laughs> they, no, they, they're, 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 well, I mean, they, maybe they do, but uh, no, they, they just, they got together kind of and wanted to, to, to do a podcast and then they said, hey, we need to think of a name. And I think like Apple, like when uh, they, they're like, hey, if we need to come up with a name or it's Apple. And then it just stuck with Apple. And so the same thing, they just didn't want to do Apple. And they said, okay, it's going to be Cucumber. Mm, and then they nice. never picked anything else. And so then they called it Cucumber Talks and there there's, there's, the yeah. So, yeah. so fun. That's so awesome. Fun. Yeah. Well, let's get started. Uh, Andrew, just to start us off, go ahead, introduce yourself, you yeah. know, tell them, family, you know, where you're serving in this season, hobbies, you know, whatever you want to share. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So uh, again, my name is Andrew Wingo. I am the campus slash youth pastor at the Northwoods campus in Galesburg, Illinois, uh, which is like 45 minutes to an hour away from Peoria. Um, I'm married to uh, a lovely woman named Sarah. She is lovely. She's very lovely. Isn't she a doll? Oh my goodness. I have a friend crush on your wife. I'm not going to lie. I think she's so great. I'm like, she went to all events. She said you education. She's a photographer. And you guys have cute kids. We do do have adorable kids. And she is so like, I'm just going to talk. They're they're so cute. You know, like, you know, like you see a lot of other, there's a lot of uggo kids out there. (laughs) Our kids are pretty darn cute. And, uh, and Sarah is, she's so cool. Like there, there's so many times I'm just like, why? Are you with me? Like you are so <laughs> cool, and uh, and so she's awesome. And we have uh, a daughter. She is six. Uh, her name is Olivia. Adam is four, and uh, John is nineteen months, I think. So, and then we just recently got a dog, uh, yes, which is I something I told myself I would mm. never do. One of those um, people who got a dog during yes, lockdown. Yes, we, we are like the the puppy uh, pandemic puppy is what yeah. we got, Aww. and uh, it's a golden retriever. Her name is Penny, uh, which Jason Gilmore, who's a, another. 
great campus pastor. Right. His dog, he's yes. like, thanks for stealing my dog's name. And, <laughs> uh, and so, but no, she's, she's really cool. Um, and yeah, so I, I like how it started is my daughter was always like, can we get a dog? I was like, no. You know, I was like, you're going to pick up the poop? And she was like, no. I was like, well, then we're definitely not getting <laughs> there a dog. You go. Um, There's your answer. <laughs> and then during the pandemic, when I was working at home, I, I looked outside and I saw my daughter reading a story to the neighbor's dog. Um, and I was Aww. like, fine. <laughs> Way and to go so, break my heart. <laughs> yeah. And so then I was like, well, I'm at the place where I'm ready to talk about talking about having a dog. And then we got one shortly after. So Wow. Um, I'm sure the kids have loved that. They though. do. They they love her a lot. Yeah. And and she really is. She's really, really good. And, and yeah, so yeah, a ton of fun. Um, uh, other hobbies other than just taking care of all those things. Um, uh, camping, I love being outside. I love hiking, um, you know, canoeing, baseball, love watching and following sports and, and everything. So those are just some uh, different hobbies that I have. Mm. It's nice. yeah. so cool. You're a Cubs fan, right? I am a Cubs fan. Kind of Chicago across the board. You guys Cubs fans? Yes. 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 Cubs fan. I have a lot of students this year that are... Um, I'm a teacher, yeah. you know, and um, I have a lot of students this year who are Cubs fans, but then I also have a big group of my students that are Cardinals fans. Oh, man. And so as a teacher, you're kind of divided, mm-hmm. trying to please both the sides. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I just, I wore a shirt the other day, um, and it was just like a shirt that said, I love my students. And I was like, see, I'm on our class team. Like, yeah. you guys are my team. Because <laughs> I just hate to break their hearts, yes. guys. By saying I have a different baseball team, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it, it's always devastating to a third grader. It really <laughs> it is. is, and they're kind of mean too. Like they'll tear you down. They're like, "Okay, you yeah. just won one." I'm like, "Yeah, get out of here." I you think know? I had a couple like boo me during the Zoom call. I'm <laughs> oh serious. my goodness! <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> yeah, third third graders don't mess around. They'll give it to you straight. They will, yeah. and it's yeah, it's bonkers. It is. Yeah, it is. so <laughs> fun. I can already tell this episode's going to be so fun, yes. and it's so crazy because the topic we're talking about is so like I feel like kind of a serious topic but yeah. also really practical in our lives and so yeah. let's just get right into let's it, do it. Yeah. what Kayla was saying talking about spiritual gifts so Andrew can you just kind of start by laying yeah. the foundation of what are spiritual gifts mm-hmm. according to scripture and what is their purpose and yeah. also in there does every believer have spiritual gifts mm-hmm. what is that kind of all about yeah, and and I and I and, and like you're saying, like it is, it's such a it's such a big topic, um, and it and it's a topic that you know, like I'm still trying to figure out myself because yeah. I grew up um, not really. Uh, you know, I've been a Christian pretty much my entire life. And, you know, it wasn't really until I got to Northwoods that I really kind of started exploring what spiritual gifts yeah. were. I um, always thought they were kind of weird and uh, stuff that didn't happen today. Um, and, uh, you know, just, and, and, and Northwoods does a really good job of making it not weird. And, and so kind Thank of just you. laying all that stuff out. And so um, mm-hmm. first, a little bit of groundwork of, of spiritual gifts. First, you know, why we have them. There are three commandments that we see in the Bible. Um, there's there's 10, but Jesus breaks them down into three. So first, the first two are to love God um, with, you know, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one is to love people, you know? Um, but then the third one, you know, people kind of forget about this one. It's, it's found in Matthew 28, um, where it's to go and make disciples, bringing people into a relationship with Christ. Because if you love God and are just completely transformed um, by the love that he has for you, you're going to want 
want to love people. Right. And if, if you love people, truly love people, you're gonna wanna bring them into a relationship with Christ. And so there are ways that we do that. There are ways that that, that God has, has specifically designed us to be able to do that. And that's kind of where our, our spiritual gifts kind of fall into place. And so kind of a, a definition of spiritual gifts um, that, that Northwoods uses, it's kind of this supernatural enabling given by the Holy Spirit to every believer to effectively serve others and mature the church family. Uh, and so to kind of answer that one question is yes, every every believer has a spiritual gift. And, and we see kind of just these different spiritual gifts that that um, are in scripture in Romans 12, eight through, or six through eight, first Corinthians, where it talks about how, you know, we're all the body and all, each of us have a different member. Mm-hmm, Ephesians yes. four, um, you know, where we are, you know, God's given everybody kind of a, a different role to play in yeah. the body of Christ. And then in first, Peter 4, 10, 11 as well, the different gifts and um, different examples of gifts uh, would be like administrative uh, or administration, uh, discernment, encouragement, evangelistic, faith, giving, helping, helps, hospitality, knowledge, leadership, mercy, uh, being a pastor, prayer, prayer, language, prophecy, serving, teaching, wisdom. Those are just kind of some of the ones that in those passages that we, we just named off, you can kind of get glimpses of those kind of mm-hmm. things through those. Yeah, very good. I feel like that really clearly lays it out. And I love how you just kind of said that, you know, the purpose of these spiritual gifts are to honor God with them and ultimately bring people Mm -hmm. into the kingdom. Yeah. And I love that because it just kind of takes the focus off of ourselves. Absolutely. You know, that sometimes we think of a gift being like, oh, I got this present or, oh, I got something and it's for me to Mm -hmm. hold on to. Yeah. But really it's like with spiritual gifts, we have to view them as God has given us these so that we can use them to be stewarded yeah, and bring and people into the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that it's like, not about us just being like, oh, I'm so cool. I have yeah. this gift, right. you know? And, and even using it for yourself too, because like in, when you think yeah. about like getting a gift, uh, do you guys watch... Home Alone. Have you seen Home Alone? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's been a long time. But right. Jimmy and I love, love oh my those movies. Home Alone, mm-hmm. best Christmas movie. Yep. Like we can have a big discussion about that another time. <laughs> if, if you disagree, you're yeah. wrong. And I'll pray for you. <laughs> um, but in Home Alone 2, there's a moment where he's talking to the crazy bird lady. Um, mm-hmm. And yes. uh, he's, you know, he's, he's like, you just need to put yourself out there. And she's like, I don't want to because I'm, I'm nervous that I'm going to get hurt again. And he was like, he's like, okay, well, you know, when I, for, for, for my birthday once, I got these rollerblades and I love my rollerblades, but I was scared of using my rollerblades because I didn't want to get hurt. I didn't want to scuff them up. And so what I would do is I would use them and I would roll around in my room for a little bit. And then I would take them off and put them in a box and slide them under my bed. And then finally I was like, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to use these the way that I was supposed to. He's like, and then they were too small. And so I couldn't use them anymore. Mm. And I feel like that's a lot of times what we do with our gifts, especially if we don't know what our gifts are, is that God's given each and every one of us a a very unique gift. But so often we kind of hold on to that gift. We make that gift all about ourselves. And then if we don't use them, the time when we really want to use them, Mm. it could be too late, you know, and everything. And kind of like what we've learned in this season is we're not promised tomorrow. We have no idea what tomorrow is going to be. So how are we using our gifts that God's given us? And they are a gift and he wants us to use those. How are we using that to help further the kingdom and bringing people into a relationship with Christ? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. How are we using the gifts that God's given us? Yeah. Love that. That's awesome. I think a lot of times there's confusion for believers mm-hmm. about what 
you know, what is something maybe they have a talent for or a natural like, oh, I, I enjoy this or I'm kind of yeah. passionate about this or something that's actually a spiritual gift. So, yeah. you know, many times they overlap, but that's not always the case. Can you spend a little time explaining the difference between, you know, natural talent yeah. and spiritual gifts? Like what sets apart the spiritual gifts? Absolutely. So, you know, like we, we've all been given different gifts and, and even talents and abilities um, that God can use those as platforms to then help enhance your spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of my spiritual gifts, uh, my top three are um, hospitality, teaching, and faith. And then my small four is uh, healing. And I can talk about that a little bit later. Um, but one of the things for teaching um, is I, I grew up in theater and I love being in mm-hmm. plays and everything. Mm-hmm. So from a very young age, I, I got up in front of people and um, you know just acted and you know would be goofy or dramatic and, and everything. And so uh, that was a talent that I had. That, you know, so I use that to kind of help uh, with a, a play or anything like that. But I believe that those giftings of those talents were able to help in being a teacher, you know, right. and everything. So I have no problem. Like being in front of just a couple people is a little more nerve wracking than me than being up in front oh of a goodness. couple hundred people. Yeah. And, exact and, and, you, and I was just saying, because you, you, you guys yeah. both sing and you guys yeah. are, you know, on stage yep. and, and everything. So you know yeah. a little bit of what that's that's mm-hmm. like where, you know, I can, like if, if there was somebody on the street who was like, sing me a song, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm know? exactly the same way with that. Yeah. And and so the, those are some where, where you know, everyone kind of has a different, you know, talent, um, baseball, Benzo, us. You know, we're talking about the Cubs a little bit yes. before, mm-hmm. you yep. know, spirit, baseball is not a spiritual gift, but it's a talent that he has and he's really, really good at it. Mm-hmm. And so that has created a platform for him to be able to right. then go use his spiritual gifts of um, teaching or prayer or whatever that is, because now he's got a platform from the gift and the talent that he has to be able to then, you know, a, a door is open now for him to be able to use his spiritual gift. And so it's cool to kind of see you know, kind of those different scenarios where I believe that teaching is one of my spiritual gifts, but was enhanced because of the practice and, and or sharpened mm-hmm. through acting and, and being up in front of people. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so good. The illustration with, you know, a talent like that, you know, theater or baseball, like those are things to understand. Like those are very worldly things, not that they're wrong. It's just mm-hmm. like, right. not a lot, of, you know, it's just yeah. different. It helps to put that in perspective and how those can play into, totally. yeah, helping us understand our spiritual gifts and yeah. how they cross over. And it even makes me think about too, even with the baseball example or really any example that we've thrown out there is that in those examples, you know, God needs baseball players, you yeah. know, yeah. professional oh, baseball yeah. players with various spiritual gifts right. to mm-hmm. impact people in that sphere of influence. Oh, absolutely. You know, and that's just so beautiful to think about all the different spiritual yeah. gifts, but their talents can be used as a way and yeah. a location even to put them in that place where they can have the opportunity to use their spiritual gifts to lead someone to yeah. Christ. Oh, absolutely. That's just a really cool, really cool thought. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and, and I remember like, you know, because that's that's how I kind of got into ministry is because I remember our youth group was like, hey, we want to have a youth service. Does anybody want to get up and do that? And uh, everybody was terrified, but I was like, I love Jesus and I love talking. I'll do right. it, you know, and everything. Yeah. And so then from that point on was just kind of, kind of laid the groundwork for, you know, I, I feel like this is where God has now shifted from that, that moment of, you know, 
um, me wanting to be famous to be able to use the gifts and talents that God's given me to help make him famous, you know, mm-hmm. to, to not to help make him famous, but to spread his fame and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, totally. Well, you kind of laid the groundwork there for what we're going to talk about next. We would just love it. Walk us through kind of your journey of discovering the gifts that God has given you and how did God reveal those to you and how did you really discover those spiritual gifts? Yeah, um, so I, I talked a little bit earlier about Ephesians 4 um, and there's a really, really good study kind of on Ephesians 4. Um, Alan Hirsch, um, he- I love that he, so much. Oh, right, it's I so- I did it last fall for the first time. It, it was oh, really? so eye-opening, blows, the Apes. Yes, it blows uh, my mind and ooh, so- or You it's told all, me about it. It's also often yes. called the five-fold gifting yep. test. Yes. Yep. Oh. And, and so- and and a lot of times we we read that passage in Ephesians four, and it's and it's, it was even kind of hard for me to lump it into the same category because I mm-hmm. feel like it's it's, it's, it's different thing, because yes. where the other passages talk about spiritual gifts, um, Ephesians four talks about your spiritual role, yes. you know, and and this is the five pillars Earth, that the yeah. church needs to be built upon, mm-hmm. um, and everybody um, has one of those giftings to help build up the the body of Christ, and it's you know some of them are. Um, uh, apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, teachers. Um, and so when you look at that, you can kind of see where your giftings come out of. And, and so mine on that test is the shepherd. And uh, you- We're the same. Oh, hey, yeah. twinsies, oh, shepherds. We just did air, hi- air fives. <laughs> you couldn't um, see it so, and there's nothing to hear, but it happened. <laughs> um, and maybe we can put that sound bite in, you yeah, know, so Jimmy, just like- take care a, of that. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, so, you know, looking at that of just that, that wanting to bring people and then, you know, one of my spiritual gifts is hospitality. Mm-hmm. And what hospitality is, is wanting people to feel welcomed and loved yeah. and, and brought in. And I remember as a kid, uh, you know, really kind of even before, like Jesus was just kind of a concept, not a reality. But I remember as a little kid um, wanting like my toys to feel like like felt like they were loved. Like when my mom was like, you can take two of your three. I wouldn't bring any because I was like, I don't want him to be by himself. And so, Aww. you know, you also and a two on the Enneagram. I am a two on the Enneagram. <laughs> Yes, and and it's and it's and it, and it's and that's and that's a cool thing, like you know, where yeah. like where you you see kind of just who God's gifted you and created yeah. you to be, yeah. and how those things kind of fall into mm-hmm. play uh, with with who, because because God has has created all of us to be one of these five things, and then that's where your spiritual gifts kind of yeah. manifest and come out, and you can start seeing those things, um, and even some of my smaller ones, like when I teach, it comes mm-hmm. from a place of being a shepherd, yeah. wanting to bring people into a relationship with him. So we start off a little small, a little mm-hmm. soft, a little humorous. Well, maybe we'll ex- explain a time where I've done something stupid and people are like, I can relate to that, you mm-hmm. know? And then like when I have them, I'm able to go a little bit deeper. And yeah. so just how I, mm-hmm. how I evangelize and teach all comes from the mindset and the platform of a, of a shepherd. And so that's the, you know, early on kind of seeing those things. Um, but then, uh, yeah. And so that, that that's, uh, that kind of, I can't remember, you know, <laughs> what kind of the question was, but like just kind of discovering those gifts, realizing that I have such a heart for people. And then, um, and I remember wanting to really go into ministry, um, not really knowing where to go from. And I remember being, um, I, I worked at the, for the YMCA and we were at like a, kind of like an after school like program and everything. And so I was with a bunch of kids and I remember there was this kid, uh, he made a Mother's Day card for his mom and uh, he was so excited about it. And then he he went and gave it to her and she started making fun of it. And there was a picture of him. He started making fun of how he looked in the picture and brought everybody over to kind of uh, make fun of the card as well. And I remember just seeing the kid crushed and then my heart broke. And then I was like, okay, 
I want him to know the love that Jesus has for him and, and that, that how crazy Jesus is for him. And so that really kind of like, you know, that, that desire for people to know of a love mm-hmm. of a God that's crazy about them, that, that this world's broken and that people are broken. Um, and they're gonna, they're gonna hurt us, but God's never going to do that. And then he's crazy and he wants you, he loves you. And that I feel is how I kind of got into to ministry and into youth ministry and just still that the desire of, of wanting people to know just how crazy God is about them. It's so sweet how the Lord just reveals piece after piece after piece oh, yeah. of, you know, your gifts coming together. Um, as I was thinking about this, I distinctly remember riding home from church with my family and my parents had learned about spiritual gifts in big church, you know, and I had been in youth groups, so we hadn't talked about it. And so my parents were like, you know, these are what the spiritual gifts are. I'm going to read you the list. Like, do you guys think you have any? Is there, and both of my brothers immediately after listen, listening to all of them were like, well, Kayla has helps. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, 13 year old Kayla was like, nice, you know, but like. Now real quick, was that before or after you lied about giving your life to Jesus. Because I, I heard about that on, 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 on the other episode. Okay. I did love Jesus at that point. Yes. Yeah, that was six-year-old Kayla. Okay. She was a treat, let me tell you. Uh, but, yeah. oh man, yeah. But I just remember being like, yeah, I guess I didn't really know that. Like desire to help people yeah. came from the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, and just seeing that unfold as my life, you know, as, and even learning my personality type, you know, I hit, I hit on yeah. Enneagram there or like, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't know that's not how other people are. Like mm-hmm. that just, I saw we were all mm-hmm. that way. I didn't know this, you know, my attention to detail was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah. then, you know, see that play out in my gift of administration. Like I see those pieces coming together and it's just so cool to um, see how the Lord has revealed it kind of mm-hmm. each step of the way as I needed to know more and understand mm-hmm. more. I've, yeah. you know, I've had just what I've needed to, to figure that out. Yeah. And, and, and that's what's so cool too, because like you, you know, like other people are able to call that out as a younger person yes. and everything. Yeah. And even with my kids, like I can see, like, I think my son is a two and I would, I was like, and the Enneagram and then also, um, you know, a, a shepherd probably because there's just that he wants you to feel like, like he'll give me one of his mm-hmm. Pokemon cards that I'm like, this is my favorite Pokemon card that you have because he loves it. And he's like, you can sleep with it if you want. And yes. he's like, he's like, I want you to look Aww. at it and I want you to have it. Or then like, I remember one time I came home and I just had a really bad day and he just, as a, as a two-year-old just looked at me, came over and then just like had me hold him and didn't say anything else. And I held him for like 15 minutes. Like, and, and, like, and you could just tell, I was like, I don't know how he knew, yeah. but he knew that I needed yeah. just to hold how him sweet. and everything. And, and so like, you can see those things mm-hmm. in people at such a young age. And that's just the beauty of God where he's like, I've created you with such a big purpose, with such a plan to help further the kingdom. And for you just to know my love a little bit more and everything. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful, so cool. Mm, yeah. I love that. I feel like for me, um, it was in college that I really started to kind of um, put a name to like the spiritual gifts that I had felt like God was leading me that like, oh, you're gifted in this way. And I feel like for so long in my childhood, it was more focused on the giftings in terms of like natural talents and abilities. And I feel like in college, I finally was like, wait, spiritual gifts. Like there's actually things, not only just the way that God has given me abilities, but there's like specific gifts that he wants me to use for his kingdom. And I feel like when I put that um, to scripture and I started looking about what scripture Mm -hmm. said about it, it just gave me a whole new vision for like, 
Lydia, these things are things I don't want you to miss out on. Right. You know, because if we're not stewarding our gifts, if we're not recognizing those and really honing in on those, we don't want to miss out in opportunities that God has Mm -hmm. for us. And so I just feel like it finally hit me in college. I was like, oh, like God's going to use like my natural giftings, but he also has these spiritual giftings that he's given me and he uses them both to accomplish his purpose. And it helped me too, because I don't know about you guys. I know Kayla and I have probably talked before, but even people who are just get passionate about a lot of things, Mm -hmm. I feel like I can get passionate about a lot of different Mm -hmm. things. And so when it came to like serving in the church or my area of ministry that I felt God calling me to, I really had to use discerning and knowing my spiritual gifts to help me to focus in Mm -hmm. on you can't do everything. Your gifts aren't going to be best used everywhere, Mm -hmm. but I have something really specific for you to do, Lydia. And I feel like that really really changed a lot for me and helped me in the past several years to really just focus in on things. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and, and I love that, you know, because like, again, like kind of back to the, the shoebox thing, mm-hmm. you know, we, we can waste our talents or we can even be in the wrong position where we're not really using the talents or, or being able to, you know, use the giftings that God's given you. Um, and, and that, that is so important to be able to have that discernment, to be able to know who it is that God's created you to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way, you know, you're able just to go and be that person and, and just allowing God to use those gifts and the Holy Spirit to move through you to glorify not yourself, but the, the kingdom of God. And, and that's, that's huge. I love what you said too, because it's just so practical. I think it was college for me as well. I think we've talked about this also, yeah. the book, The Best Yes, by oh, Lisa oh, Turkers, yeah, yeah. that I, I never that all the time. knew that was a concept of like, you're going to have to say no to good things. Mm-hmm. Like who tells you that as a kid, right? No one prepares you for these things. <laughs> like, hey, like, that great opportunity, no. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so, so against our like, culture. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. using spiritual gifts as a, you know, a help to make the decision and, you know, help, discern, which is also a spiritual gift, discernment, you know, <laughs> to help make the decision about what what to right. say yes to when there are great options in front of you. But in the end, you can't do everything, you right. know, there's so mm-hmm. much. So I love that too, because I just feel like that's really practical. Absolutely. Yeah. So Andrew, can you share a story or time in your life or in your ministry that you've seen God use like your specific gifts that he's yeah. given you? Yeah, um, I've I've got a couple. Um, yes. So teaching <laughs> teaching's one of them, um, and it was the the last time I spoke in Peoria a couple years ago. Um, I remember. So I've got a. a just a little backstory. I have a learning disability, uh, and school is in, was incredibly difficult for me. And reading is really, really hard. Mm. And uh, so I, I can't manuscript my sermons. Okay. And so I will. I have just like little bullet points and like little okay. words. And so, um, and that's and it's kind of a cool thing where I feel that acting has come in because I had to memorize. And so I memorize a lot of what I have to say. Um, and uh, but then also the Holy Spirit does this really cool thing where it's kind of like a slideshow in my head where mm. I know where I'm at and then I see the next thing I'm supposed to say and then it flips over and so I remember I was in the I was in the green room or the little uh, little room that I go into and my wife was in there with me and I looked at her and I was like I didn't use my notes at all last time I'm just gonna leave them here and uh and she's like 
oh no, but don't do that. And so, and, 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 and so, like, like her her spiritual gift is worrying uh, for me. And, uh, and so, and then I was like, I was like, no, I think I don't need it. Like, you know, and everything. And so, just being able to like, and that, and that's what's so cool because I'm actually a really bad communicator when it has nothing to do. Like, I love board games, and so when I, when me and Sarah are trying to introduce a board game to somebody, and I have to try to explain the rules, I'm just like, oh. just. You do it, you yeah, know, like, like communicating the rules. Oh my Kayla goodness. is. Uh, I, I feel like just kidding. I do okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm terrible at it. Like, I cannot communicate when it's not this kind of stuff and, okay. and everything. And so, so seeing the Holy Spirit kind of use those giftings yeah. in those moments, and then mm-hmm. um, uh, a, a spiritual gift that, like, I, I never even thought about being something that I would ever have would actually be healing. And I remember going through doing what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like just practice, you know, try to see if that's something that, that the Holy Spirit wants to work through you or do through you. And I remember going home and I was talking to my dad and uh, he's like, I just got this really bad pain in my knee. I'm going to have to get a surgery on it really soon. And I was like, could I pray for it? And yeah. everything. Can and like, he was like, and, and my dad's kind of like a, a newer believer as okay. well. And so like, I was like, I don't want to weird him out. But like, I was like, I was like, are you cool if I pray for it and everything? And I was like, yeah. And, and so, so I went over and I just kind of put my hand on his knee. And then I felt like uh, kind of this warm thing kind of happened through my thumb. And so, and, like, and then he's like, huh. And then like he got up and then like he kind of did a squat. And I was like, when was the last time you were able to do a squat? And he was like, years and then uh like he laid down on the ground and he was able to like to move his leg and then like the next day he called me he's like hey so i got up to to get ready to go to work and i felt this huge pop and then um and he's like and normally i would fall down to the ground when that happened and then i'd be out for weeks and i was like what happened he's like nothing like and and so like and he was like he's like and it doesn't doesn't wow. hurt, you know? And so then, um, and, but that's not like, that's not all the time. And, right. and so like, it's not like, you know, if someone's hurt, take them to Andrew, you know, and everything like that. Like, that's <laughs> not like, that's not at all. Um, it was just kind of a couple times something like that's happened, but it's, it's cool to kind of see just how that's not anything I possess. It's nothing about right. me, but it's right. the Holy Spirit kind of working through me through that gift. Um, and again, I think can kind of fit into that shepherding aspect of, I just, I want people to, to know God's love. And if there's anything, even if it's pain getting in the way of that, let's get rid of it. So. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. I have to ask, is the, the time you did not use your notes when you talked about praise? Yeah, it's been every time. So whenever, oh, so, so now you just, you just always leave your notes behind. So, well, so yeah, the, the praise one, I, I guess that's the last one I left it there, but like, I, I don't, um, I, I try not to use my notes at all. And so I remember the time before that they were, it was up there, yeah. but I didn't go to them at all. Okay. And so then the, but the last one for the praise one, yeah, those were in the basement. So incredible, <laughs> incredible. I'm just like yeah. complete opposite. I like write out every word yep. pretty much. And like, it's yeah. very rare that I go. Yeah off script. It's usually only during like a story moment mm-hmm. where I'm like talking like, so when I was seven, like then I can, you know, recall the story, but yeah. So just, and it, and, but it's mm-hmm. so cool because like, it's, it's, it's like, it's a disability that I have and it sucks because I'm like, I just want to read. Like that's yeah. like, I just, I want to read. I was like, God, I'll do it for you. You know, right. like I'll read whatever you want me to read. Um, but I struggle. I'm really, really mm-hmm. hard with it. Um, but it was one of those things that, that allowed a, a, um, such a dependency on the Holy yeah. Spirit, such a dependency on God, because I can't do it without Him. Right. Like I can't, like I can't stand up there and mm-hmm. read the things that He wants me to say. But Him saying, and that was even kind of the the struggle that I had going into ministry. I was like, God, I, I can't 
do a lot of the things that pastors do. And God just kind of just this affirmation of like, but I can. So just, I'm yeah. going to do that with you, you know, yeah. and everything. So yeah. it's, it's not me. It's a, it's a complete dependency upon him. And if you yeah. don't believe that, let me explain a board game to you and you'll <laughs> yeah. see how and bad you'll know I am just what it, I'm so. talking about. <laughs> well, you know, one other thing we wanted to kind of talk about and lead into is, you know, I've heard people say, you know, I wish I could teach the Bible like she does or mm-hmm. why doesn't God give me a platform like him or yeah. like her and I could do so much better. You know, right, I've heard right, people yeah. say that before yeah. and it's so evident that things like envy and comparison and pride that they come up in so many different ways regarding our giftings. And we know it's not right, but mm-hmm. we're not really sure how we can get to a place of genuinely celebrating yeah. other people's giftings. Mm-hmm. And so um, why should we not compare our spiritual gifts to another believer's gifts? And why does having different spiritual gifts matter? Yeah, so uh, that's a really good question because it's something that like in, in every area I feel like as a Christian as well, like you hear someone's testimony and you're just like, yeah. you're just blown away and you you leave being like, I wish I was a crackhead, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, like, you know, like, 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 and, and so, you know, you, you can get into the comparison game and you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish I had this different thing or I wish I spoke as well as this person. Um, and I was actually listening to your guys' episode with Bobby about prayer mm-hmm. and, and her kind of talking about like, um, you know, not, not, you know, being jealous of how other people pray, but God yeah. has this such a good gift that, that he has specifically for you. And, and yeah. I love how First Corinthians kind of laid this whole thing out because yes. it talks about using your gifts as the body. Right. And, um, you know, you know, just thinking about how the body works, you know, like the foot does something amazing, but, you know, the hand also does something pretty mm-hmm. amazing. It's only unique. You can't like, I mean, some people have monkey toes and they can like, you know, kind of <laughs> use their fingers at, like or toes as fingers. But like, you know, the, ultimately the foot can't do the same function as yeah. the hand. And, and if we get so compared into those things of just wanting like, I wish I had that gift or that talent, mm-hmm. you're going to miss out so much on what God wants for you. And he's like, I've created you to do some pretty amazing things. And there's times where you can absolutely, you listen to to Cal or you listen to John and just be like, I just, I want to be able to do that. Right. And God just being able to say, no, I've got, I've got, I've, I've created you uniquely to mm-hmm. be able to speak a unique way to, to people that maybe those people can't talk to or, right. or, or reach and, and everything. And so I, I've created you for such an important moment to be able to do this. And, and so don't covet what other people have right. um, because then what also happens is you get so worked up and, and so trying to become somebody that you're not, that you're really missing out yeah. on a yeah. lot of other things, but then also celebrate mm-hmm. what other people are able to do, mm-hmm. you know, to celebrate, you know, how how they're able to to pray and, and celebrate them and then start praying for them that their ministry would increase, that their ability, because then what could happen is you can start getting jealous and you're like, okay, well, I don't want their ministry to be as good as my ministry right. and yeah, I want my ministry real. to be a little bit better. Um, but instead of like, God wants the body to be unified and wants right. it to be functioning the way that he yeah. designed it to function. And if, and if you can just start praising what other gifts other people have, you're gonna encourage them and they're going to be better at what they do and the and the gospel is going to be spread even further and then God's going to honor you know that with you as well and that he's going to enhance your gifts because he's created you to be the best you possible. Yeah. I feel like unity we had a episode about that not that long ago but it's been a popular word in today's yeah. uh, culture and just things that have been going on and 
over and over again, unity does not mean the same. We don't want everyone right. the same, you know, and that is true as we're talking about racial reconciliation and the pandemic, but it's also true in our spiritual gifts. Like mm-hmm. we want unity. We don't want uniformity. Yeah. That that doesn't, mm. that doesn't, that's not how the kingdom works. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And I think it comes into play a lot with those like spiritual gifts or even like just the giftings in the church that different people possess that are more like noticed or seen publicly, Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, compared to some of those gifts that might be a little bit more behind the scene. Mm-hmm. And I just love how 1 Corinthians 12, 18, um, how it goes into, but in fact, God has placed the parts in the body like we were talking about mm-hmm. every one of them just as he wanted them to be. And if they were all one part, where would the body be? Yeah. As it is, there are many parts, but one body. And that just reminded me too how every single spiritual gift comes from the same spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that just kind of levels the playing field. Mm-hmm. Like they're all from the same spirit. So we can't, you know, view it like society does where certain people are seen more and certain people yeah. are not seen more because yeah. that again, just makes it about us and exactly. not about being a humble servant of God. Yeah. And, and, and so and so good too, because like, you know, with, with being able to, like you say, mm-hmm. like you say, like being humble um, and saying, it's not about me, like God, whatever you want to do, because he says here, like the way that he wanted it to be. And so often I can get in the way of that. I can, I can be like, well, Andrew wants this spiritual gift or wants to be able to be mm-hmm. this kind of communicator or, or to be able to communicate or do these things. And, and God just being like, do you not trust me? Like right. I made you like, you know, like, and so just allow, allow what I've put into motion and, and how I've designed you to be to go just do it and everything. Yeah. And, and, and and we can so much get in the way of what it is that God's wanting to do. And, and and so that's why it's so important every day to check yourself, to humble yourself, to check your motives. It cannot be about you. It, it right. has to be about how do I use this gift to bring other people into a relationship with Christ as long as I can for, for however God allows mm-hmm. me to do that. Yeah. Yeah, good perspective. And I feel like sometimes, I know for me, like I would get caught comparing myself most to the people like I had similar gifting to or like, yeah. oh, that's that's what I could see myself doing. Like it, the other people doing things like that. It's like, that's fine. You do you, you keep going. Cause like <laughs> I ain't anywhere close to that. But the people who are similar, that's where, you know, I would struggle the most. And I remember hearing, I think in college of like, that is a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. And like the kingdom is not scarce. The I work to that. do yeah. in the kingdom, there's plenty. Yeah. There is plenty right. of work to do. And mm-hmm. so we shouldn't be intimidated or comparing or jealous of the opportunities that people are getting as if, like that's the only opportunity there is. Well, if they get to yeah, do that, then I there's none left for that. me. Mm-hmm. Like that is so not how the kingdom works. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so to make it really practical as we kind of come to an end here, how do we as believers help determine what gifts God has given us? Like what tools would you give to those who maybe are listening to this and be like, I really don't know that much about spiritual gifts. Yeah. How do I begin discovering what God has given me? Yeah, and and again, I just want to reiterate, um, I'm relatively new into this. And so it's it's been something in the last five years um, that I, I've really started myself digging into. And so uh, there are a lot of... Um, a lot of personality tests. There are a mm-hmm. lot of spiritual tests that you can take. Um, if you go to Northwoods um, or, you know, you can go online and, and take yep. four steps and, and you can take a spiritual set, uh, assessment. Um, and there's a lot of different ones and, it, and it's crazy to kind of see how they all kind of 
say the same thing about you and yeah. everything. Like Enneagram is not a spiritual test, but you can definitely see the the, the characteristics that right. fall into those things. Uh, so there are a lot of those kind of things. Apest really dig it into really that. It really is great. Like it Ugh. is. Um, I, I'm waiting for like, um, you know, the for, for them to be able to explain it like I'm five, you know, because it's very wordy, very, very deep. But again, it if is, I can read yes. through it, you can read through it. But it, it really kind of helps you lay the foundation of what your specific role is. Uh, and then you'll be able to kind of find different areas of, of where spiritual gifts come from. Um, but honestly pursue them, you know, pursue. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember where it's at, um, but I know that Paul says, if you're not actively seeking these things, you need to be, you need to be right. seeking, yep. um, you know, these these different gifts. Um, and and sometimes you're not going to get them. Like I, I there, there's some people that, again, kind of going back to the, I wish I had this gift. Right. I know some, some, some really close people who have a prayer language. And I always thought that was weird because um, I saw it done weird. And again, <laughs> Northwoods does it really, really good. Um, and uh, they, they kind of show you what that looks like. And so some people that I know have that. And I was like, I, I want that. Not just mm -hmm. because cause I can, because it's, it's a private thing, but I want that because I want to be closer to God. Like mm -hmm. I want to grow closer in my relationship with him. I want to be closer to Jesus. And so um, actively pursue a spiritual gift, not for your own glory, but to grow closer in your relationship yeah. with Jesus. Um, because there, there are so many levels that we can't even, we haven't even scratched the surface of intimate ways that he wants to communicate with us. And so many times, and you guys can, can relate to this with teaching, with singing, some of the most intimate moments you've ever had with Jesus have come where you've used your spiritual gift. Yeah. So pursue yeah. them, pursue them, and then pursue opportunities to be able to do that, yeah. uh, to use your gift. So if you're listening, uh, go to your church and say, I feel this is one of my gifts. Is there any way that I can start using that yeah. for the ministry? Because I want to help not grow my castle bigger, but to grow the kingdom of God yeah. and everything. Or even just the people in your life. I think about the story you shared with praying for your dad. Yeah, like, right? oh, absolutely. Like, right. That, that is, you yeah. were like, well, guess I better try it out. You yeah. know, like <laughs> never know unless you try, right? Absolutely. And so, God's given you yeah. so many people in your proximity, so right. many people in your life, um, to be able to speak to, to talk to, and to bring into that yeah. relationship. So do yeah. that. And on the flip side, they might be able to help guide you and help you see oh, right. gifts you're yes. not seeing yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, my brother's at yeah. 15 years old saying, yeah, you have the gift of helps. You're, you know, you're way more helpful than us. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You know, but Absolutely. really it, it took other people around me to point that out before I was like, oh, Okay, you know. Yeah, and that's huge. Who are the people that you trust? That people right. to, that you trust speak wisdom into your life. They're going to be able to say, like, what characteristics do you see about me? Yeah, um, that's a great and, question. And, and be able to, to say, like, you know, like when, when, you, when you see me, when you think about me, like what comes to your mind? Um, and, and just be able to, you know, because again, we're born with this yeah. kind of role that God has for us to help further the kingdom. And people see that in you. They, they'll be able yeah. to see what those things are. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. Oh, this is just so awesome. And I just wanted to share one of my favorite quotes about spiritual gifts is this, God doesn't give us these gifts because we need them. Mm. He gave them to us because someone else needs oh. them. And I feel like oh, that's just kind of the theme of so much of what we talked about today, yeah. that these gifts are not about us. 
that we can't view it like getting a gift on your birthday. Yeah. That we have to view it as something more and something greater. And oh, yeah. so I just love that quote and takes the focus off that self edification mm-hmm. and it's all about me and just puts it right back um, to glorifying God. So as we talked about today, our gifts were each given to us for a unique and specific purpose. And I believe that if we're regularly walking into our giftings and stewarding them intentionally, lives can really be transformed Mm -hmm. and um, we can just grow in our obedience to God by using those gifts. Absolutely. So Andrew, just thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your insight on this topic, your story. I just feel like it was so uplifting and so helpful for any listeners out there who really didn't know a lot about spiritual gifts. And maybe now after this episode, hopefully they have some tools and ideas going forward on how to grow in those. So I just think it was so fun. It was such a blessing and we're just so, so thankful. So thank you for being here. Yes. And again, if you want to check out Andrew's podcast, Cucumber <laughs> Talk. <laughs> yes. yes. I was like, we I got have it. to get that right. <laughs> Cucumber Talk. You can listen to his show in various different ways. Spotify, um, Apple, Spotify, Apple, Apple yeah. Yeah. All, and there's a couple the, other ones. All the usual. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Same place you find us. So yep. I think you can figure it out. <laughs> yes. We would love for you to go and listen to his podcast. It's faith-based and it's mm-hmm. fun. And it's you guys have some really good episodes. Thank you so. very much. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We hope you have a wonderful week. Keep cultivating the things of Christ.